When it comes to leadership, Craig Rochelle sums up his vision for today's leaders with this phrase. People would rather follow a leader who is always real than one who is always right. Today on Bloom, we'll discuss how we are effective Christians by being relatable, authentic, and transparent by simply being real. I'm your host, Jen Robinson, for August 6, 2021. Thanks for tuning into Bloom today. If you're listening to this podcast for the first time, welcome. Bloom is a podcast designed to inspire, encourage, and grow women in their relationship with each other and the Lord. To keep up with the latest content, please hit subscribe or follow wherever you tune in so you don't miss out. If you have been blessed by Bloom, I'd love for you to rate the podcast and share it with friends or post a link on your social media. This helps spread the seeds of the word so we can continue to grow together. It's hard to believe, but we are moving into our final month of summer and our summer series, Living as an Effective Christian in the Modern World. I believe this series outlines the heartbeat for God's desire for the church. Last month, we discussed the importance of necessary change within the church in order to remain relevant to our ever-changing world. In talking about change, I introduced a new ministry launching this fall called Real Women of Grace. And I'm so thrilled to have two of the three ladies that will join me each month on our discussion panel. Please welcome with me Dr. Tisha Carter and Nikki Jezik. Hi, Hi everyone. <laughs> so Mary Schaefer, our other panelist, couldn't be with us today. She had a family commitment and is out of town, but we look forward to having her grace us with her presence soon. Mm-hmm. So last month, I shared the journey God had me on this past year that led me to Real Women of Grace. And part of that journey included the important decision of who to ask to join me in this new venture. And it didn't take long for the Holy Spirit to confirm with me who I needed to approach. So each of you and Mary bring different perspectives to the table that I truly feel will resonate with so many women. When I approached you about real, what excited you the most? All right. Well, for me, ladies, I was excited about the opportunity for all women to come together, to feel part of a community and really just connect. Mm -hmm. The importance of all women in whatever season in life we're all in was particularly vital for me. For me personally, I'm thankful for all the women in my life that are of all ages, have different cultural backgrounds, different religious beliefs, Mm -hmm. are single, married, divorced, kids or no kids. And, you know, the list goes on. Real allows us all to hear the journey of other women, along with sharing our own story, which translates to that feeling that we are not alone, which sometimes Mm. I feel that (laughs) daily. I believe that every season in life, wherever God has us in, introduces us to blessings and trials. It's such an honor to be able to hear and learn from other women how God has met them in their trials, or they have seen him in the blessings. I'm personally honored to be serving on the platform with you all, and I know that I'll be taking loads of notes and looking forward to connecting, growing in Christ, and learning Mm -hmm. more about all the amazing women here and those tuning in online. Yeah, I think I share some of the same sentiments Mm -hmm. that Nikki expressed. God was definitely tugging on my heart to participate in Mm -hmm. some type of platform that creates an opportunity to openly discuss topics that women have been sharing with me during times when I was discipling them or just kind of meeting for coffee. Mm -hmm. Um, And some in response to a message that I taught 
or just common plights that generally mm-hmm. plague plague women today. Uh, Jen and I, I don't, Jen, I don't know if you remember or not, but when you told me about it at our meeting, I could barely contain my excitement. <laughs> Noticed a little bit. <laughs> Probably my bulging eyes and just sharing all my teeth and my smile. Um, additionally, I'm ex- excited about every opportunity that God places mm-hmm. in front of me. Um, that doesn't mean that I don't sometimes have hesitation or reservations. I'm much like Moses mm-hmm. in my walk sometimes. However, I know that God will equip me. Um, hence my initial excitement. Mm. And then finally, I'm just about the fresh wind that God is giving Jen for Mm. the progression of the women's Mm. ministry here at Grace. We need to be constantly seeking ways to pursue and engage the lost as the world Mm. is ever changing and progressing. Um, Jesus and the disciples preach the gospel everywhere and in many different ways. Mm -hmm. And I think Jen Mm -hmm. has has her finger on the pulse of that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Well, as I said, for those of you that maybe haven't listened to the the last podcast, I talked a little bit more about real, but just how my heart is so much for us to just sort of unmask from, you know, what we've been kind of maybe what we hide, our insecurities mm-hmm. and our trials and our difficulties, you know, it's sort of like how we, for during COVID, I mean, we all had to wear masks. It's mm-hmm. kind of like taking off a spiritual mask in mm-hmm. a sense and just allowing each other to really see who we are, because mm-hmm. there's just a lot of power in transparency. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, Jesse and I, we love watching the Chosen mm-hmm. series. And we're a little bit behind, and we're moving our way through season two. And we recently watched one of the episodes where the disciples were talking and arguing around the campfire while Jesus was performing healings to mm-hmm. the town locals. And After it was dark, Jesus came back to the campsite where he and the disciples were staying, and he simply said, good night, I'm tired. (laughs) And Mary, his mother, helped him remove his sandals Mm. and wash his feet before he stumbled into the tent and went to sleep. And I've watched so many other shows and movies that depict the life of Christ, but for me, this was the first time where I saw Jesus not just being captured in his deity, mm-hmm. but where I could really relate to his humanity. Mm-hmm. Like I remember just seeing that part when him just saying, I'm tired. And I'm like, that's mm-hmm. how I feel at the end of the day. <laughs> like, Jesus, like you get me. Like <laughs> I could so relate mm-hmm. to that. And I mean, these days, if it's after nine, I could be out at any point. Um, I'm tired right I, now. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Like I mean, like, why like did I give up coffee a couple years ago? I don't know. I'm really like, like what am I doing with my life? <laughs> I need caffeine again. Um, but I, I realized that this is what makes Jesus so distinct from any mm-hmm. other God. Mm-hmm. You know, he was both fully God and fully man. Mm-hmm. He's completely holy in his deity, but he's completely relatable in his humanity. I mean, he's the son of God and he was tired you know, it just doesn't get more real than that to me. Mm-hmm. Indeed. Hmm. So I'm curious, have either of you had a mentor, a friend, or a family member that demonstrated Christ in a real way for you? If so, what did that look like? I guess for me, um, I would say my grandmother. Mm-hmm. Um, she was definitely the epitome of that Proverbs 31 <laughs> woman. Mm-hmm. Um 
carrying all of those virtues and living those virtues out daily. Mm-hmm. She had a prayer closet, which was really like her guest bedroom in her house. Oh, so cute. <laughs> um, and she would go there and pray in the mornings. And then I remember on Sundays, she always had all of these bags when we were going to church. And I was like, I, we called her <laughs> Nana. And I would be like, Nana, why do you have so many bags? Like, oh my gosh. And of course, I'm carrying them for her because she's more seasoned in life. <laughs> But each one of those bags were filled with things um, for families at our church mm-hmm. or families mm-hmm. in the community that were in need. And she just never felt like anybody should go without. Mm-hmm. Um, so she was just a, a real blessing to the community. She ran the mm-hmm. usher board, the communion staff, the facilities team. Um, she was first to arrive and the last to leave in church. Mm-hmm. Her funeral procession was so long. Like, you would think, like, some <laughs> senator or somebody passed away because that she impacted Aww. that many people. Um, and it, for me, I was like, she mm-hmm. was just my little nana, you mm-hmm. know? Mm-hmm. Um, then there was a young um, woman. Her name was Dr. Barbara Evans. She was an evangelist in my church. And for for those who don't really know, like, the church structure so to speak that would just be a minister in the church Mm -hmm. Um, and she was one of the first black females that I knew that was a doctor and entrepreneur she had her own practice Mm -hmm. um, her own pediatric practice and she instilled in me a passion for Christ and the gospel in more of an academic way Mm -hmm. Um, it was one thing to kind of read the bible but it's another experience to study the word Mm -hmm. and know his and know God's intentions towards us Mm -hmm. Um, and then my Sunday school teacher Mrs. Adrian (laughs) Riley who was also my godmother, but she was such a stickler for us learning the scripture, memorizing the scripture, mm-hmm. knowing what it meant. She treated us like um, her students that she taught mm-hmm. during the week. And I would be thinking, this is just Sunday school. <laughs> like, why do I have homework? Stop it. Um, but she um, really, she kind of reinforced what Dr. Barbara Evans was giving to me. Like, no, you need to study the mm-hmm. word. Like, mm-hmm. it shouldn't be just you know how we randomly read books mm-hmm. we don't necessarily study through mm-hmm. them but they were both very intentional about teaching me to study through mm-hmm. the bible mm-hmm. um and there were so many other people i just don't want to <laughs> hog all the time here but and, i know i was like thinking like wow like you have like a whole filing cabinet of like women that poured <laughs> yeah. into your life that's amazing yeah <laughs> and all different opportunities just being able to see from your nana helping the community to yeah. you know you know dr evans just really like helping you with seeing the word and really intent and internalizing that I think Mm -hmm. that's really beautiful yeah yeah so what about you Nikki oh gosh so sort of the same thing too (laughs) grannies those grannies they're fantastic so for sure my granny and and my mom were definitely my introductions to to God and Jesus and and praying and talking and music um Mm -hmm. was not only just like a nightly routine but like just a part of of life um it wasn't something that we had to do we enjoyed doing it we loved singing and and going to church um after my parents divorced and then the car accident, my mom, brother, and I came to live with my, my granny and Peanut just down the street here <laughs> in Strongsville. And I don't know about how other grandchildren thought about their grandparents' house, but mine was just full of love, fun, and faith. And that mm-hmm. relationship with God continued to grow, even when my brother and my mom and I, we moved out during the middle school years. 
I, I, I just saw throughout the years, no matter the situation, after a phone call with my granny, she'd be able to share any verse that would just encourage me uh, to focus on him and keep moving forward. Just all those golden nuggets that she would give. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just like, wow, should have wrote all of them down. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't realize it then, but I realize it now as my own personal faith journey has deepened. And now mm-hmm. with the recent loss of granny and peanut and knowing how vital those influence were at such a young age. Um, but to know that every day is, is really a gift from God mm-hmm. and not to waste it, uh, knowing that no matter what trial you're going through, the Lord is in it mm-hmm. and being ever so grateful and thankful for the blessings. I remember talking to my granny about a verse that I read and how I felt like the Lord was speaking to me. Um, it might be one that you've heard before, too, but mm-hmm. it was Proverbs uh, 3, 5. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. Mm. My granny said, wait, you didn't read the rest of it. (laughs) I was like, okay. Uh, So I went back. uh, In all your ways, submit to him, and he will make your path straight. So that's Mm. six. She said it's important to trust the Lord and and not ourselves, which is, you know, hard because I sometimes catch myself doing, I can plan this Mm -hmm. out, I have all my plans, Um, but also to submit and and, and turn to him, and he'll Mm. make our our path and our plan straight. Mm. I realized that I could not do it on my own, <laughs> that I had to trust God and what he was doing in my life, no matter what I thought um, I should do or, or kind of what I was facing. Um, also, with my own family, there was another family I was really able to witness firsthand uh, the love of a family surrounded and focused on Jesus. And now mm. as a mom of a two-year-old, I realize how vital it is to have like the best babysitter um not tuning my own horn and i was not the best by any means but during my college years i I really love babysitting i liked uh just being there and 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 being with the families i know i greatly helped them but just it was so much fun um i was also able just to be with them for special occasions so just really being able to be fully immersed there Mm -hmm. was one special family in particular that really truly uh, met me during a difficult time in my life total godsend and i have permission permission to share their story but for privacy's sake i'll keep their names uh, anonymous but this special family came at a time for me to real evaluate when i was reevaluating what it meant to have a god honoring marriage and family life i was obviously single um when you babysit families you're in their home the most sacred of places like you can't hide anything every everything's there mm-hmm. and i was really able just to witness not only the educational and sports side of their life but the faithfulness and love of jesus from the scripture around their home sunday school artwork and just real conversations with them and their parents mm-hmm. books and and lasting, um, lastly, prayer, prayers with the kids. I love just seeing how they lived Jesus out. They not only loved Jesus outside their home, but they loved him, praised him in their home. Uh, that was really just a lasting experience that continues to you know stick with me now as I married my best friend and now I have my son and I really pray that whoever like just enters our home just you know feels and and sees Jesus uh, see how we love him and praise him and honor him outside our home and also inside our home yeah Yeah. I love that you know I I could definitely credit my mom for Mm -hmm. a lot of my spiritual upbringing but Outside of her, I had a very different experience than mm-hmm. from what you guys had. Um, you know, my mom was excellent with just, you know, p- 
praying. I remember her praying all the time <laughs> out loud, um, just while even she was doing housework and things. Mm-hmm. Um, I would see her every night before bed reading her word. Um, she modeled a personal walk with the Lord, but outside of her, even though I, I grew up in the church, so you would think that I would have these kind of women mm-hmm. all around me, yeah. um, but I didn't. Uh, as I kind of talked a little bit in the last episode, the the culture that I had in my church growing up was a, a very high culture of, of judgment. Mm-hmm. Um, I felt like it was especially heavy, though, among the women. And it was it was why I kind of really shied away from women's ministry mm-hmm. when I graduated high school and I'm entering into this new world mm-hmm. um, because I felt like I couldn't relate at all mm-hmm. to any of these women. You know, they came across like they lived this perfect suburban wife. They were like the Christian housewives, you know, of Atlanta, you know, where like, where like the the biggest problems they faced were like, I'm not even kidding. It's like, should we buy the SUV or should we buy the minivan? And it was like, if you had any other type of struggle or weakness going on, mm-hmm. I, I felt like you were a little ostracized, mm-hmm. you know, like, oh. like I, you, I couldn't be transparent. It was like, oh, oh there must be something mm-hmm. wrong with you because yeah. my life's perfect. And I just remember thinking mm-hmm. like, wow, like, what is my problem then? If mm-hmm. everybody else's life is just seems mm-hmm. so beautiful and glossy and things, and mm-hmm. I am having all these struggles, mm-hmm. you know? Um, so I felt like, any issues I had, I had to keep them hidden. Mm. I don't know if it was because they felt like it's just not appropriate to share. Mm-hmm. You know, there's some people that feel like, oh, you just, you don't share your problems with other people. Mm-hmm. Like you keep those to yourself. Yeah. Um, or as I kind of mentioned before, if we were just wearing these spiritual masks mm-hmm. and it was like a spiritual pandemic of sorts. Mm-hmm. But um, so Nikki, I felt like, you fit such a perfect piece. Well, even though God was the one who clearly <laughs> told me that I needed to approach you, I, I one of the aspects I love so mm-hmm. much and why I feel like it's such a benefit for real for you to be here mm-hmm. is because you do have an incredible passion mm-hmm. to reach mm-hmm. the lost. Mm-hmm. And that is so my heart too for this. I, it's not that women that are seasoned believers won't benefit from mm-hmm. this or won't grow from this. Mm-hmm. But I really wanted to create a, a space where women that felt like maybe they didn't either fit into what we were currently doing mm-hmm. or women who, you know, maybe stepping into church for the first time, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes when you come across as like everything's overly polished and perfect, mm-hmm. it's extremely intimidating yes. and you feel like I don't mm-hmm. belong here. Mm-hmm. And yes. it makes them feel like I, I'm not coming back, mm-hmm. you know, after that experience. But you are the Alpha Coordinator at Grace, (laughs) which is a ministry that invites people who have Mm -hmm. questions about Jesus Mm -hmm. or Christianity in a way that is a very open and welcoming Mm -hmm. environment. Mm -hmm. So how has being transparent proven to be effective in how you reach people within your Alpha group? 
Yay. Well, thank you for sharing your story before. My my heart was just aching for you of just not feeling comfortable. So really, that's kind mm-hmm. of what we're uh, trying to ensure doesn't happen for Alpha. Mm-hmm. I, I love Alpha, and I was going to sneak it in here. I know for you For sure, will. even if you didn't ask me, I was going to be like Alpha and like randomly one of my answers. Um, but one of the kind of main key components of Alpha is ensuring that everyone feels loved, heard, mm-hmm. and, and safe. Um, I share with my leaders the importance of belonging before you believe and you had said Mm -hmm. that before where you're like I don't think I belong Mm -hmm. and and that's so important just to feel comfortable that you belong here even if you don't know what's going on or you look different or you like have know something different just feeling that you are loved Mm -hmm. um And building relationship on trust is also the foundation of Alpha. So no matter what, we share with our guests ensuring that they uh, trust us is vital. Mm -hmm. Uh, That trust is through being honest, transparent, and able Mm -hmm. to share our own testimonies or stories of our lives. Mm -hmm. Uh, We share how God has been with us during the amazing times and blessings, but also how we have cried with him, yelled at him, (laughs) doubted him during hard and difficult times. And I truly stress uh, stress transparency for not only myself but also my leaders really to be real honest and, and not put on an act it's mm-hmm. too hard being fake just being it real and, work. And, yeah. and and sharing where you, you're at like mm-hmm. it's amazing I, I pray for every guest that attends alpha that they know that christians are not perfect we're mm-hmm. human mm-hmm. <laughs> and and we're flawed but we have that hope that amazing hope in jesus that we have been forgiven and redeemed mm-hmm. uh, my favorite comment <laughs> is when guests are so surprised at how fun alpha was <laughs> and how much they love their alpha leaders and how no matter how different we may all think or look being able to feel loved heard and safe was is is mm-hmm. and such a special opportunity uh, for alpha My ultimate goal is that not only during the 11-week sessions, but even beyond, that they begin to know Jesus, Mm -hmm. accept him into their lives, and begin a real relationship with him. We may not see some accept Jesus, but others we may not, and that's okay. Our alpha leaders are able to share in that season of their life, but it is really the Holy Spirit. So we know that no matter what we want to love and see our guests, how Jesus views us. Mm. That's so good. Mm-hmm. I like that she offers a sense of community because mm-hmm. I feel like that's something that mm-hmm. everyone can relate to, whether they're a believer or not. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Everybody wants to feel heard, seen, yes. and mm-hmm. loved. And I yeah. love that that's your focus mm-hmm. and not like, mm-hmm. oh, I just want to mm-hmm. shove Christ, Christ down your mm-hmm. throat. <laughs> yeah. No, we, we want you to know that we love coffee <laughs> and, and Christ. <laughs> But but just that feel that you, you can be heard and just come and, and hang out. So yeah. um, and especially yeah. after the year and a half we've we've had, being able to just connect mm-hmm. and meet mm-hmm. new people too. Yeah. I really just um, resonate so much when you mentioned that sense of belonging, how that's mm-hmm. such an important thing mm-hmm. that you really stress with your leaders for mm-hmm. Alpha, that we want to make sure that people feel like they belong. Mm-hmm. And you, you touched on how... I didn't feel like I belonged mm-hmm. in women's ministry at uh, my church growing up. And, you know, again, I shared this in the last episode, but, you know, the first event that I went to for women's ministry when I was back at my old church, I very much, that was what kept me from wanting to really go back mm-hmm. was mainly just that sense of, I don't feel like I fit in here at mm-hmm. all. Like they're what other women are talking about in their lives and just kind of, 
feeling like, you know, their lives just seem so glamorous and mm-hmm. things. And I'm over here like, <laughs> okay, but I've got like real mm-hmm. life issues mm-hmm. going on. And mm-hmm. I don't feel like I can really talk to you about that at all. Like mm-hmm. you're not going to see me at all. Mm-hmm. So I really love just the importance of stressing how much we really want to feel like we belong somewhere. Mm-hmm. So how would you encourage women today who might be wondering if they should attend real? Like, how could they feel like they belong? Um, so the real women of grace is an experience for every woman. Mm-hmm. Um, there are so many things in the world designed to divide us mm-hmm. through categories mm-hmm. or labels of separation, mm-hmm. whether mm-hmm. it's cultural or even mm-hmm. if it's gender, um, mm-hmm. there's just labels of separation that mm-hmm. we live with every day. The Real Women of Grace offers an opportunity to connect and hear from women no matter what stage of life you're in. Um, I think sometimes we're like, well, I'm mothering small children, so I can't mm-hmm. relate to a woman who's single. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But we need to kind of connect on those issues mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. talk through them and hear each other's stories as we're in different stages of life. Because you can take that information and when you get to that stage of mm-hmm. life, you can remember that conversation like, oh, mm-hmm. I had a conversation <laughs> with Nikki when she had, yeah. she just had JT and she shared this with me. Um, but the Real Women mm-hmm. of Grace offers a safe place to mm-hmm. lean in closer to God through mm-hmm. conversations about life experience that impact and influence our relationship with Christ, mm-hmm. our families, and our communities. Mm -hmm. We want to have real conversations and talk about real subjects that women are concerned about, hence the name Real Women of Grace. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's important to us to provide a space um, for women to be safe, heard, empowered, Mm -hmm. and loved through the love of Christ. So Mm -hmm. I'm hoping that we're Mm -hmm. offering that with Mm this um, new programming. I think, like I said before, I think Jen is doing a great job Mm -hmm. of just Mm kind of tapping into Mm -hmm. what Mm -hmm. women need today. Mm-hmm. I also like what you said, just a, a safe place to have conversations, um, mm-hmm. to be able to share um, and not feel judged when you want to share blessings or when you want to walk mm-hmm. with someone through trials and, mm-hmm. and knowing that you don't always have to have everything together yeah. and that's okay. And yeah. if you do have something exciting, like we want to celebrate with you too. So just being able to learn mm-hmm. how to have those conversations and how have them healthily, I, I think will be really ex- exciting yeah. for me to yeah. see. Yeah, yeah, indeed. I, I think to one of, I don't know if you remember me mentioning this, but I think earlier on in one of our meetings, we were talking about real and I just said, I don't know how you guys feel, but I'm like, totally willing to go to like the deep dive of topics that Mm -hmm. like maybe a lot of other people would feel like oh Mm -hmm. we don't talk about that Mm -hmm. in church you know um but really that's where we're gonna meet women real women Mm -hmm. where they are what Mm -hmm. they're going through you know we can't shy away from that Mm -hmm. and really as as a church i think it's actually our responsibility to address those things mm-hmm. and be able to say this is what's going on in the world mm-hmm. but now how do we take that in light of what the gospel says sure. and how do we live this out in this world mm-hmm. as christians yeah. and feel really empowered as mm-hmm. you said yeah. you know to be able to live out the truth of the word mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. whatever we're facing yeah. so nikki my question too for you, what would you say to a woman who either isn't sure whether they believe in Jesus mm-hmm. or maybe are still trying to understand what Christianity is? A lot mm-hmm. of the people that you see all the time at Alpha, how would you tell them about real? Mm-hmm. 
Gosh, I, I would say you are most welcome. Um, <laughs> I, I know we've all had questions, um, but it's really exciting that we're all on a, a special journey. Mm-hmm. And um, anything that we have been on, no matter what, um, women, we love to connect yeah, we do. <laughs> and feel part of a community is universal, mm-hmm. really, uh, no matter what you believe in or where you've come from. Mm-hmm. And, and really with anything, I would say, just try it out. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's just a little taste sample in the next few months. Um, <laughs> but it, it's new for us. So if you're not sure, mm-hmm. come come join us because we're not sure either. And, but it's exciting <laughs> to um, be able to have an opportunity to to launch this and Mm -hmm. be so faithful i would say um try it in person try it online um Mm -hmm. but uh, yet again our hope is that everyone just feels love valued and and that it's a safe place to come Mm -hmm. um let us know what you like um have questions about want to see and hear more of there'll be many opportunities to connect with Mm -hmm. us in person and also through the live chat and even email but i just Mm -hmm. uh i really think that by being connected i i hope not only christian women feel encouraged but those that don't know jesus or Mm -hmm. even where to begin in christianity um they begin to see what it means to sort of live and follow christ and have Mm -hmm. some of their questions answered Mm -hmm. so come i'll buy you coffee (laughs) global grounds will be open (laughs) i always feel like we're so energized or excited when someone says hey i just had that new chicken sandwich don't you want to try it we will go try it with no hesitation and i'm like come on try the real women of grace yeah yeah let us be that exciting Mm -hmm. chicken sandwich yeah (laughs) for sure I'll pick you up. I might have to be there early, so (laughs) I'll meet you at the door. You know, one of the things I love, too, and I I didn't, you know, get to mention this earlier. I wasn't thinking about it, but I I just thought about it now. On the one perspective, we're talking about Nikki on the one hand, who is alpha coordinator and and working with these people that you know again have all these questions Mm -hmm. uncertainties about christianity but then tisha you on the other hand your director of residency so you're empowering and equipping people to launch them into ministry this is also i feel like again it's so fitting for you Mm -hmm. to be here because one of the things that i'm hoping real does is not just build Mm -hmm. those bridges between people that you know are the lost or the mm-hmm. unsaved mm-hmm. but i hope it grows women mm-hmm. in their relationship with god and mm-hmm. hopefully to the point too where if god has nudged them like mm-hmm. i have a call mm-hmm. for you mm-hmm. i want you to go and be in ministry you're right there and mm-hmm. you can help come alongside them and guide them through it so mm-hmm. it's really amazing you know Yay. so <laughs> i this morning it's so funny um, Tisha and I were in a staff meeting this morning, and one of our coworkers mentioned, she mentioned, um, and I'm going to probably misquote this, but she said something about how we're, the church is like a hospital. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I think it was just so fitting because that's exactly what I was mm-hmm. referencing here. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a quote by C.S. Lewis that says, um, and he's speaking to nonbelievers and new Christians. Mm-hmm. He's saying, think of me as a fellow patient in the same hospital who, having been admitted a little earlier, could give some advice. Mm -hmm. And I love this quote because it's an honest approach 
that just because we're Christians, just like you were talking about, Nikki, mm-hmm. doesn't mean that we have everything together and all mm-hmm. figured out. <laughs> Even if you're in ministry, it doesn't mean that you have mm-hmm. it all together mm-hmm. and figured out. It just means that we found the one who does. We're following after the one mm-hmm. who does. Mm-hmm. And we're on the same journey to be more like him. But it helps like I was saying before, it helps to just kind of break down some of those walls, mm-hmm. walls of, mm-hmm. of doubt, walls of insecurity, walls of feeling unseen or maybe mm-hmm. even undeserving. Um, that is really my heart for real. Mm-hmm. I know that's your heart for real. Mm-hmm. Um, again, if you're a seasoned believer, you will be empowered. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Maybe you'll hopefully be empowered to some call of ministry, even mm-hmm. if it's not full-time ministry, mm-hmm. but just what is God calling you to do for the kingdom? Mm-hmm. Um you will feel welcome and you will feel seen. Um, even if it's just your first time walking into the church, Mm -hmm. that's really what we want to have. But because, um, you will find that we are simply real women (laughs) with real issues living for a real God. It is going to be incredibly relatable. (laughs) Indeed. Yeah. Well, ladies, Thank you for being on Bloom today. This yeah. is so much fun. Thanks for yeah. having us. I know, right? <laughs> I'm super excited to join you and how God is going to both reach and grow women in their faith. Mm-hmm. I believe he has amazing things in store. We would love to see you at Real. We will be gathering on the first Thursday morning of the month from 9.30 to 11.30 in the venue. Yay! <laughs> With our first meeting being September 2nd. Mark that down. Yes. September 2nd. Mark your calendars, ladies. <laughs> if you join us in person, we will talk for about the first hour, and then the women in the room will have time for mm-hmm. fellowship, talk um, with the panelists if they want, um, maybe pray together. Mm-hmm. Childcare is available Woo-hoo. if you need it. <laughs> So if you can't be here, we will also be live streaming Mm -hmm. and the content will be available to view afterwards as well. So if you're live streaming, you can also comment in the live stream chat Mm -hmm. as well. So we really want women to be, again, heard. We want you to be a part of the conversation Mm -hmm. that we're having. So we'd love for you to tune in, invite your friends and family so we can be real women of grace together. So glad that you were able to join us today. Until next time, as I always say, keep growing and God bless.